You're listening to the Pro Boy Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Pool Boy Podcast. Steve here, uh, welcoming you into 2022. Uh, we hope to have the gang back together for this episode. Unfortunately, Katie is ill, so she's not here, but I'm delighted to welcome back Bob Ballard. It's been a long time, Bob, and it's great to have you back. Steve, it's good to be back. It does seem like a long time, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's a long time since uh, we were talking Olympics and things last summer, um, but we're here to talk principally about uh, the British Championships um, and trials that just took place in Sheffield. Um, and before we dive into what happened in the pool, it was um, it was great to see a proper you know competition back happening with crowds and, and you know, all the kids there and everything. It was, it was good to see, wasn't it? Yeah, great to get back to some semblance of normality after all this time. And although I wasn't there, like you, I was watching on the stream and the noise came across, the atmosphere came across, the camaraderie came across, all those kind of things that haven't been able to be happening in the last couple of years, all back in situ. Hopefully that's the way we're going forward. And I think it inspired a lot of people. I think a lot of people did swims better than they probably thought they were going to do that week just because they were back in a normal atmosphere again. Well, those... Uh, that competition will or was the, the trials for what is going to be a, a very, very busy summer of competition for, for Britain's swimmers and something we've not seen before. Obviously, there's a World Championships coming up uh, in Budapest in June that was uh, that reconfigured from um, Fukuoka in, in May. Um, then I've been, I've been working these numbers out, Bob. So uh, mm-hmm. the swimming finishes there on the 25th of June. Then there's a 33-day gap before the Commonwealth Games starts on the 29th of July. That uh, runs for six days. Uh, and then there's a seven-day gap from there to the start of the European Championships uh, in Rome. Uh, so for someone like Adam Peaty, uh, we'd assume he'll swim the final of the medley relay on the last day of the Commonwealth and then the heats of the 100 breaststroke a week later in Rome. So it's going to be a pretty hectic uh, summer coming up for them. Yeah, but in a way, and that's short course, so it's very different. It's the likes of Adam Peaty, though he didn't do the ISL last time round. Maybe the ISL has prepared quite a few of these swimmers now for back-to-back races and back-to-back competition. Remember, the ISL was very full-on week in, week out. Hardly any gap, hardly any break for them. So whilst it is very intense, and obviously the standard is incredibly high at all those championships, I think maybe the ISLs helped people in terms of preparation where you don't get massive downtime, so you don't get a time for a full taper, you don't get time to re-prepare the way that you used to. You just have to race sometimes, you know, in, in that kind of shape. And also take into account the last couple of days, the World Juniors has been confirmed in Peru at the beginning of September now. So we've got that to add to the calendar. So the youngsters will have the uh, World Juniors in Peru in September. So uh, add that to the mix. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, what British Swimming do about a team for that one. But your point about about the ISL, I think, is a good one. I mean, 2014 was the last time something vaguely similar happened when uh, the uh, the Glasgow Commonwealth Games ran almost straight into um, the Berlin European Championships, although they had about a three-week gap for those ones. But Britain did really well at Euros, coming off a really strong uh, Commonwealth. So um, hopefully we will see something similar. Indeed, you probably do, where uh, we couldn't be at the Europeans because they clashed directly with the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, yeah. So there was no option for them to swim both. So, uh, yeah. But um, 
I think the Euros team they'll pick after the Commonwealth Games or finalise after the Commonwealth Games. So uh, it'll be interesting to see who who fancies another crack and who uh, you know who actually goes through all three. Uh, I think you know Adam has said he wants to do all three, and I'm sure there will be plenty plenty of others that do. So we'll follow that with interest. Um, but first, the World Championships came up. The the trials in Sheffield um, uh, as part of that British Championships, and, and the team announced. Uh, a bit earlier today. Um, in terms of the swimming, obviously uh, a couple of standouts to pick up on. Uh, firstly, I think Lewis Burris, he was uh, a really great um, breakout, I think, in that uh, in that competition. The only person uh, not pre-selected who actually added a, a um, an individual swim for Worlds and uh, really impressive in the 100 free, particularly Bob, uh, and the he 50 was. where he beat Ben Proud for the first time domestically, I think in eight years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely impressive and also very impressive in what he said afterwards as well. He uh, paid tribute to all the people who got him to the position physically and mentally that he's in right now, uh, including uh, Zoe Baker, who sadly we lose to Australia now. I'm just hoping we're not going to go down the route of our diving setup where we've lost three diving coaches to Australia in the last six years. So I hope that's not going to be a trend that's carried on. Uh, Zoe is a maverick. Some of her methods maybe don't go down particularly well with British swimming for various reasons, but she's done a great job with Lewis in the very short. She's had him for about a year, I think, something like that. That's right. And um, look, look at the immense strides that he has made in that time. And, you know, he's going to go down to Australia, I think, with her. Uh, which is going to make his his year rather complicated if you think about it, because he's spending most of his time in Europe, as indeed um, she'll have to sit for part of it anyway with him, I imagine. Although I'm uh, not sure what will happen with that. She, she's not on obviously the team for the Worlds. Will she get to the Commonwealth Games? I don't know. It's it, it's all up in the air. But Lewis is obviously a very important swimmer for us going forward because at the times he's clocking. If he's beating somebody like Ben Proud, then you know he's uh, in, in cracking form and probably will do something quite special this summer. Well, that's right. And uh, he second British man to break 48 seconds in the 100. Uh, I mean, a few years ago, 2019, he uh, he went 48-6, I think, to win the to win the B final at the US Nationals when when maybe first kind of really caught sight of him, although he'd actually won the British Championship, uh, I think, in 2018, over 100 free, when it was a bit of a strange year again with Commonwealth and, and, and uh, with Europeans. So, so he's been on the radar for a while. Yeah, what about that the, relay now? That but, yeah. four by one relay. I mean, it's not so long ago when you and I and Katie were talking about our four by one team. So yeah, we've got a couple of decent ones, but we can't find a quartet. And all of a sudden now, we've got so many better than decent hundred freestylers that we're now in the mix for certainly making finals and knocking on the door of medals as well, which wouldn't have been the case five to six years ago. Well, Bob, you and I can remember when we couldn't get a man under fifty seconds for, yeah. for love and money. So, right. uh, you know, long to time, have to have uh, you know not have Duncan swim that race at, at trials and then have a, a victory in a forty-seven point. Tom Dean PB in a forty-eight flat. You know, Jacob Whistle is, is still only seventeen and swimming forty-eight two. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just. Uh, it's just crazy when you throw in James Guy, our, our old relay stalwart, who who cons- consistently splits forty-seven point um, in in that relay, even though it's not his you know his prime event. It's you know very very exciting to see what they'll do this summer. 
Yeah, uh, four by one, four by two. You know that, that all right. The four by two is stronger in depth, but nonetheless, uh, four by one are a definite medals prospect for well, certainly for the Europeans, and you say for the worlds as well. Yeah, indeed. Now, why you mentioned the four by two? Let's talk about them now because uh, that race threw up another great domestic tussle, as it always does. Um, Duncan got one over on uh, on Tom Dean this time, but they were um, they were fighting it out right to the end. What a tremendous race that was. And I've got to say, uh, all credit to James Guy for setting it up as well. So James really set the pace in that race and set the tempo and decided, right, this is the only way I'm going to beat those two, so I'm going to go for it, which I think uh, had a big impact on how the race was swum and how the race was won ultimately by Duncan as well. I say, uh, I mentioned on Twitter the other day, uh, not to be overlooked, Joe Litchfield coming in fourth in that. And uh, there were some others obviously on the team, in fact, in that final, who'd uh, been part of the four by two team last year in uh, either the heats or the final. So Joe's kind of now edging his way into consideration for four by two. So again, another name to add to the list of people who are in consideration for that four by two. That's going to be quite a bit of a scrap uh, if, if we take on board that probably the top three I mentioned there will get in. That fourth spot is not a definite shoe in for anybody right now. No, well, the, the four from the Olympic finals, so uh, Tom, Duncan and um, Matt Richards were, were pre-selected. So uh, so they're in. And then, as you say, Joe has, has gone the nod as part of the team selection, presumably off the back of that, that 200 free performance where he came home fourth. So uh, I think we can expect to see him swim that in, in the heats, at least the Worlds, um, and see what happens. But um, Yeah, I mean, after, after what Matt did last year, in the final in Tokyo, you can't deny him his place. But um, a lot happens in the space of a year, doesn't it? You know, people who are in, in the best of form in 2022, things can change um, in 2021 to 22 quite rapidly. Um, Matt probably didn't think, I'm sure he swam his best in that final uh, the other day. And, and Joe took his chance. But um, it's, it's amazing just how much depth we've got. That, that final was just wall to wall strong in every single lane it certainly was and i and i rather think that uh if everything goes to plan they they fancy having another crack at that world record uh, in budapest so, this uh, time. yeah yeah they, they'll be there or, or thereabouts you would think wouldn't you so fingers crossed for that one but um uh really strong looking squad uh off the back of that that 200 free final um but duncan was swimming fast everywhere you know he, he's one of those swimmers who swims fast all the time um but he did it in an event we perhaps weren't expecting this time bob i mean uh we've seen him swim 400 im short course for london raw in the isl and uh, he's very good at it there but he thought he'd have a crack long course um i know i was watching it thinking you know he'll he'd probably break the scottish record dan wallace's scottish record but he went and broke the british record so he took matt stitchfield's uh british record 491 which is a, a ludicrous time for someone who can also swim 47 yes. point for 100 free uh it's just ridiculous he is i mean i've said on this podcast before and i'll say it again today the greatest all-round swimmer we have ever produced male or female because you know, is there anything he can't do uh, he does, you know, he, I'm, I'm sure there is. He probably won't want to do a 1500 free, for example, or indeed open water. But it, or something like everything that he sets his mind to, which might be a challenge, he achieves. Interesting to hear what Amy Wilmot was saying in the commentary 
that she wishes that Duncan did the 400 IM much more regularly. And it's something that I've been saying for ages that, you know, you just look, he doesn't have any deficiency. Every stroke is pretty much even, right? His breaststroke maybe not quite as good as his other stroke, but there's not much in it, to be honest. And you, you, always, you always would look at Duncan in any race, any competitive race he's in, and think he's always in with a chance, as he proved at the Olympics last year and has proved at World Championships and Europeans and have shown at the commies again this year, I know. You know, you just think you, you put, not your mortgage, you, you certainly put a considerable backing on Duncan doing the job every time because he, he's just one of those swimmers you know will perform. And that's what I liked about the trials, that he didn't have to do that in the events he's pre-selected for, but he did because he wanted to show and he wanted to prove. And I think coming second at the Olympics really hurt him in the 200 free. Yeah, he was only slightly edged out. It was a very, very tight race. And he would think, oh, come on, silver, silver, silver. All right, got the relay gold, which is fantastic. But he wants that individual gold. And and he, he has that quest. He has that thirst to get that individual gold at the Worlds this year. And I, I think he'll get it. I really do. Well, he's certainly going with the right form um, to do that. I mean, I, I talked about the, the 409 and the 47.8, and uh, I asked the question on Twitter, how many people have got that in their locker? Uh, and the answer is precisely two, Duncan and a certain Michael Phelps. So he's in exalted company. So we don't have to worry about Phelps making a comeback. I don't think we do anyway. You never know that uh, uh, things can happen. And, of course, he said he wouldn't come back for for Rio and did and that, that kind of stuff. But I think um, we can count him out yeah, now, Bob. I think we can. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, so Duncan is the new Michael Phelps, which is, uh, uh, and I, I'm not sure he, he would never accept that, but uh, I think we can look at him as our Michael Phelps, at least. I think, yeah, I think that's, that's a good description. That's a good description. He's, uh, he's the first Duncan Scott and not the new Michael Phelps. Let's, yeah, let's say that. That's not bad. Um, but he was he was also equally impressive in his two hundred IM uh, one fifty six zero uh, eight I think uh, or certainly there or thereabouts. But he was chased hard by Tom Dean, so that was another interesting little quirk that Tom's taking. You no, know, maybe taking the two hundred IM uh, a bit more seriously again. I mean, yeah. he won European Juniors, Commonwealth Youth Games uh, in the two hundred IM, so he's got pedigree there, and it'd be uh, interesting to see what he does if he if he does get to swim that at Worlds. And bear in mind the very difficult time he's had since the Olympics. He's not had the anywhere near the kind of meterage. He's not had anywhere near the preparation for the trials he would have had in a normal year. So now he's gonna now he's back in the groove and now he's getting himself back towards the the kind of peak performance we now expect from Tom Dean. I think uh, the world is his oyster again. So I think that that's only a smidgen, a little indication of what Tom Dean is capable of this summer. And I think, yeah, you're right. If he, if he uh, I mean, you know, he's great at 400 free as well, doesn't he? We could desperately do with a 400 free swimmer as well right now. Uh, but he can't do everything. He's not Hannah Miley. Um, so he, he's not going to do every single event that's on, on the program. But it, again, it's, it's almost like Duncan in that respect, right? 400 free, he's good at that. 200 free, he's really good at that. 200 IM, he's really good at that. And you just think, oh, it's so difficult. If your swimmer has that pedigree and has that depth and that range, what do you do? It's a crapshoot to try and decide exactly. And you have to look, obviously, sometimes what, how the program looks as to, to what you can fit in. But I'd like to see 
Tom in, in the 400 free, because I think it's a 400 free styler. He's got metal prospects there as well, but it, it, it's just the, the amount of effort he has to put in, uh, which, which probably doesn't suit him particularly. No, I think maybe he's you know given his uh, his hundred free in Sheffield. Maybe he's he's erring more towards the slightly shorter stuff, but um, we'll see. I mean, I think your point about his his preparation is is valid. You know, here, like a lot of people, took time off after Tokyo. Uh, I think he had nine weeks out of the water. I think he told us. Um, so you know that to be back at you know top speed, doing best times in the hundred there, and you know and the 200 IM and, and not far off his best in the in the 203 is really, really encouraging. And, and also uh, to I hate to see that. him so far off in the ISL too. You know, you look at him going, uh, this is not Tom Dean. You know, it wasn't him, was it at all? It was like uh, he'd gone in there because he had commitments to do it and just didn't look anything like himself there. He turned it around though really quickly through that season. That, that was really impressive you know, for us. And it's obviously he's kept building that through you know the Christmas period in the first part of this year, so uh, you know looking good for him coming into this year. Um, and on the subject of people having had time off, Katie has uh, made the point to me. She said thought that um, Adam was actually PT, of course, was actually um, really very impressive, given that he'd had six months off. You know, we know he was doing Strictly Come Dancing for most of the mm. the second part of last year, and, and didn't get back in the water until Christmas time ish. Um, so fifty eight five is is pretty decent off that. No, curtailed preparation. Well, quite, and, and nobody's going to come close to that, or very few people will get close to that in the world right now. And they know, looking at that time in April, that he's only going to get faster and faster as the, the summer goes on. So people go, oh, okay, so maybe slightly off his best. Yeah, slightly off his best in April, where he's had basically no uh, preparation and certainly not the backup that he would have loved at this stage. Once he gets back in there and really gets his race head on um, and there's something really untoward happens or something comes out of left field we're not expecting, then this is Adam Peaty again dominating in 2022. I think, uh, yeah, I think he's he's good enough that he can still win Worlds, definitely. I think if if he is going to be vulnerable, this is the year 50. that he will be. Yeah, and the 50 um, as well, maybe. But, you know, we, we, we shouldn't, he's not going to swim 56 eight at worlds but um you know you, you think he's got enough to to defend that title but it's going to be also exciting interesting from his point of view and interesting also for other swimmers point of view with the home commonwealth games where's your priority which which one are you peaking for most then well it's uh it's a choice, isn't it? I'm sure he'll want to win all three. Oh, yeah, so, he, he, uh, he will. But there'll be other swimmers who are going to go, right, well, I've got to work out my workload now. Uh, as you said, they will come fairly close together and you've got to get a taper in somewhere, at least a mini taper of some description. So what do you look at? You go, right, well, it's home Commonwealth Games, which means it's important, very important, more than it would be normally. So I want to perform well in front of my home crowd. Of course I do. Because most of these swimmers, in fact, all these swimmers didn't get a chance to swim in 2012. So this is their first home meet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I guess I guess people's, you know, those who haven't gone to Worlds will obviously be looking to swim both of the second two. And those who go to Worlds maybe will skip the Europeans. But, you know, yes, it's going to be an interesting uh, kind of balancing out for everybody, isn't it, going through this summer. Um, but I say, I think Adam's got enough He'll he'll have some tough competition, uh, Kaminga and, and Martin Engi, uh, particularly who will face twice uh, if he goes to Euros, um, and, and you know they might fancy a go at him this year. But uh, 
he's certainly shown that he's well on his way back to his best. So um, yeah, and also and yeah. also worth a James will be as well because I thought uh, James looked very good in Sheffield as well. That he did, yeah, he did. I mean, he's another one. He's you know he'd be number one in most countries in the world, wouldn't he? Let's be honest. Uh, so you know, having Adam, you know, maybe maybe puts him in the shade a little bit. But yeah, he looked very impressive, particularly in the two hundred. I thought so. Uh, you know, hopefully he'll have a good a good summer at Worlds as well. Um, so we've uh, we've been speaking you know, for so far, and we've only really talked about the men's competition. Um, for the women, uh, Katie has, uh, has pointed out, she thought that, uh, that Anna Hopkins 100 was, was brilliant. She thought that was the, by far and away the best, uh, women's swim of the, of the competition, you know, down at 53 low for, for hundred free. And I tended to agree with her. I thought Anna would look really, really good. What a wonderfully paced race it was too, wasn't it? The way she she basically killed off the opposition by about thirty meters. To be honest, you looked and went, well, "Hang on, say so she on rocket fuel today or something?" Because uh, she went so quick. We know how good she is over fifty anyway, but she paced that race absolutely perfectly. Obviously, the the time she would have wanted a little bit quicker, um, but in terms of her race preparation for the event still to come this year, I thought that uh, that hundred free was about as good as it could be at this stage. Yeah, really, really impressive for for April, and uh, you know, good good for her to set herself up for uh, for the rest of the year. Um, in terms of the team that's been picked, there are a couple of uh, new names on the women's side that have uh, got the nod to go to. Uh, to go to Budapest, uh, Freya Colbert was very impressive. I thought four hundred free, very impressive, um, and again the two hundred free as well. So she's uh, she's added another person to that pot for the women's four by two, which has always been well, there or thereabouts. They found another four hundred freestyler from Nova, eh? Another Nova Centurion <laughs> four hundred freestyler. Um, which who, um, who have they produced before? I, I don't know who. You, oh well, you okay, I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 there was somebody, but her name escapes my mind for the time being. But yeah, uh, obviously they're doing some good things in Nova with um, that, which is which is great to see because we have a paucity at the moment of people at 400 and above, um, and it's an area that I know that Kev Renshaw is looking at very attentively right now. They've got the man, right man, on the case for that. Uh, and it's great to see somebody break through because, you know, normally you get a legacy for an event, don't you, like the 400 or the 800, well, like we have with with Becky and with, then with Jazz and obviously Joe Jackson and people like that. And then we've hit a bit of a kind of a, a very fallow period now where we don't have anybody, or Holly was doing some decent times, but isn't quite on that uh, radar at the moment. So for Frey to break through the way that she has done here, um, and I think she also surprised herself. I think she said in um, the, the, the quote I saw that she's really surprised herself that she's achieved what she has this year so quickly. Rather like you were saying, she's come into this and and, uh, and just done much better than she was expecting. Yeah, that was precisely what she said, wasn't it? And that's that's earned her her ticket to Budapest, which is um, you know, well deserved, I think. And I think it'd be interesting to see whether she gets a nod to, to have a go in the four hundred IM as well, because uh, she was. You know, looking fairly decent there as well. I think it's, it's a lot to ask of her on a first international year, though senior international mm. year, for her to take on all of that stuff. Uh, she's young enough that she can build into that and look maybe towards Paris in twenty twenty four. But I think I'd, I'd like her to concentrate on the two main events there, get those done, and then go right, crack that, can move on to something else. I, I wouldn't like the four hundred IM, which is which is such a hard event for her, in addition to the other two, to to impede the other two. 
maybe one for Commonwealth then for the uh, yeah the foreign yeah, player. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The other the other new name was uh, was Medi Harris, um, Welsh backstroker, but who was also uh, pretty impressive in the in the freestyle events as well. She was in the that that mix for the four by two free. Uh, she won the hundred back. Wasn't quite on her best time because she's already set uh, Welsh records this year twice, I think, um, to to break Georgia Davies. Um, Welsh record for 100 back, which was taken down to sort of 59.2. She was a little bit off that, but she was good enough to win, and she's got the nod, you know, probably for the relays cover for for Kathleen, who's been suffering with a, a disc in her back. We found out um, for the medley relay and also for the four by two. We hope maybe Britain will actually get to swim that this time. So um, you know, it's nice to have some new some new blood, some new names coming along and, and putting pressure on the established kind of order yeah, as well, wasn't it? absolutely. And I'll tell you what really impressed me with Medi was how nerveless she looked. She was in really good company with people who've done great things on the world stage, got Olympic medalists and Olympic gold medalists around her and people like that. And you're thinking, yeah, you should be in awe of these people. But she wasn't. She went in there, swam her own race, was very, very determined and single-minded in what she did. And, and I thought, you know, that, that some people have a bit of an aura about them. And I thought she had that last week from what I saw from the, the, the stuff that we saw from Sheffield. I thought, you, you look like you belong. You look like you're not going to look out of place when you get to the Commonwealth Games representing Wales, when you're on the World Championship team. I think you're the kind of person who will raise their game and feel like you belong, not looking around going, oh, my God, that's so-and-so, oh, my God, that's so-and-so, which has often happened with British swimmers over the year. They get slightly overawed by more established names and, and high-profile names. I thought she, she had the kind of look of something going, I can beat you, I can beat you, and I'm going to go and beat you. And that's what she did. Yeah, great to see. Great to see people uh, stepping up like that. So um, we'll look forward to seeing how, how she and um, uh, Freya get on uh, in Budapest in, in a couple of months. Um, let's look a quick, take a quick look round the sort of more Commonwealth Games focused uh, selections and qualifications. Um, if, we, if we're looking at the England team, there were two that, that leapt out at me. One I know you'll be very happy to see was Jay Lilliot making the uh, the 200 fly um, consideration time after his his disappointment and narrow narrow missing out last year for the Olympics. Yeah, absolutely thrilled for Jay. Um, I'm sure his story will come out at some point about uh, all his trials and tribulations uh, out of the pool. But you know, it he's well, when we first saw him, he was a 1500 freestyler, wasn't he? That's how we got to know Jay first when he was doing low 15 minutes. Uh, in the in the fifteen hundred freestyle, he's changed his game plan totally now. Uh, obviously, still does the the, the two hundred occasionally, um, and will do two hundred back and two hundred fly. Um, but that's all credit to him and to the coaching team at Sheffield as well, who who know he's a talent. He's a, he's a great talent. He's a very versatile swimmer, um, and I think it's been a lot with bit of self-belief he's had a lot of injuries a lot of shoulder injuries and stuff like that which have sent him back um but i think he's about as fit as he's been he's certainly as motivated as he's ever been and uh, on that england team he will not let anybody down so he'll be good to to watch for birmingham another name another older name uh if you like that that also put himself in the frame for uh for that birmingham um qualification was adam barrett he's you know he retired after i think Olympic trials in 2016. Uh, he was still swimming, you know, masters and what have you, and, and then got picked up by the ISL with, with his old coach James Gibson last year, and now potentially uh, finds himself 
on the England team for Birmingham for the 50 fly. So that's yeah, uh, what a story. Great comeback. I mean, I mean, yeah. he, he, basically, to all intents and purposes, he'd given up a year ago. And then he rang Kev Brooks at Wickham and said, look, I'm thinking about making a comeback. Um, and I think Kev, quite honestly, said to him, well, look, you, you know what this entails. You know the work you've got to put in. You know, I, I don't want you to be a kind of uh, a make weight here. I don't, I don't want you to kind of just boosting the numbers if you're not going to put the effort in he put the effort in he's got the times he's got the time that he needs for the commonwealth games whether he gets selected or not again you know that there it could well be they're looking and go well we're looking at youth we're looking at new people coming in we're not looking at somebody who's kind of left the sport and come back into the sport but he deserves his place he, he's achieved that um, I think he'll be thinking about ISL next year. Now he's back in the groove and now he feels like he belongs back in swimming again. ISL next year, I think it would have been really good for him had he had an ISL this year. Uh, I think that's a bit of the a, a, a downside from his point of view that there is no ISL this year. But Brian, it goes ahead next year. I can see him definitely being um, sought after for that. And let's hope he makes it because he deserves it. Again, he's had to put so much effort in from a standing start, in effect, to come back in to, to, to post world-class times with only really, what, 10, 11, 12 months behind him uh, with obviously a big break in between. I, I think it's a great credit to him. I think just on the basis of that, he should be given a look in. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's a, a positive for the for the ISL that it's given people like him and and Jay, in fact, to, to some extent, you know, an ability to to come back to the sport or to stay yeah. in the sport, yeah. you know, that bit longer and prolong their careers. So, uh, you know, a really good side effect of of that coming in. Um, from the Scottish point of view, uh, something I really liked seeing it was the uh, in the the hundred breaststroke first day or, or second day in the heats. Uh, when uh, Craig Benson, Ross Murdoch and Archie Goodburn were all next to each other in the same heat and all swam <laughs> the Commonwealth uh, consideration standard for Scotland. So that was uh, really nice yeah. to see. Life of the old dog, yes, I think is the message I sent Ross Murdoch after that. Um, because you know, he, he's always there or thereabouts, isn't he? You know, He's a solid performer, makes Olympics, makes Commonwealth Games, makes Worlds, makes Europeans. Uh, everybody will always remember that swimming in Glasgow, won't they? Um where he beat Michael Jameson. But, you know, Ross is still hanging in there. He still obviously believes he can do it or else he wouldn't be doing it. He's that kind of swimmer that if he really started to tail off and fell away, he wouldn't be doing it. So he obviously feels that he's got certain other Commonwealth Games in him this year and he will have. Yeah, and I thought I thought good for Craig, actually, because uh, we first saw him as a teenager in the, the London 2012 team. He's probably, you know, one of the... Well, there's, there's not many left from that team and, and he's no, still going. True. Yeah, um, But he's actually kind of... You know, on his way out of his his elite inverted commas yeah. swimming career, you know he's he's working alongside uh, his swimming at Glasgow with uh, Ian Wright, who's just been appointed as the yeah, well done, as the Ian. new Congratulations. Uh, uh, the new Scottish head coach for later this year, um, and, and you know, and he's come out and done something not far off his best to to put himself in that selection mm. frame. So really great for Craig, um, and uh, and obviously Archie doing the, doing likewise. So uh, well done to those three. Um, the question mark. Uh, well, not question mark, but the question I think for me uh, in, in the Scottish team, also they they uh, they missed out on the world's um, selection. I thought maybe they might have got the the nod as a sort of development option, but um, uh, pushed back into the to the Scotland mix and, and maybe the Euros, as we've talked about, was uh, Kiana McInnes and, and Katie Shanahan. They had breakthrough years last year in terms of getting their uh, 
their senior international debuts and, and Casey in particular went on did really well at European Juniors was was great for London Raw and the ISL so you know important for them to kind of back up those those initial steps in, in, you know and, and show us they belong this year yeah and again it's progress isn't it working our way through uh, play a chance to shine this year uh, Commonwealth in particular and hopefully Europeans as well so yeah it, it's, it's a big year for for the Welsh, a big year for the Scots because they love these kind of events. The English do too, but uh, Scots love the opportunity to represent their country in an individual event. And I think we'll see them uh, uh, definitely step up to the plate because of that. All right, then let's uh, let's start to wrap things up. Then um, what you've seen the the World Championship team. We've talked about a lot of the people on that, a lot of the new names. Um, did, what did you make of it? I mean. I think it's a massively strong team. Oh, I think it's a massively strong team. Uh, You look through that and you think everybody, everybody on that list should make a final. I really believe that. I think everybody on that list is is a finalist in in their their main event. Um, So I think it's 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 a relatively small team, isn't it? It's it's not it's not a huge team compared to the Olympics, for example. Uh, But I think that's pretty much. Uh, the strongest team we could have sent to the World Championships. I'm very excited by that because I think there's a lot of medal potential there. Um, take aside Adam, Tom, Duncan. You know, the depth in that, that low, we'll see what Lewis can do because he's, he's, he's got on that team. So um, let's see what he can do. But I actually think uh, person for person, w- women and men on that team, is, is an re- incredibly strong team. I think that's one of the strongest teams we've ever sent to a World Championships. It does look it does look strong, doesn't it, on paper? And I think, uh, like you, I think they've got it about right in terms of selections. I think there's one or two, maybe you, you can consider themselves a little bit unlucky. Maybe you know, uh, I know British women don't pick fifties, but maybe Imogen Clark is a little bit unlucky not to get a not to get a go. Um, but uh, I'm going to. In a gonna... year like this, where you got other chances, it's not like it's a one-off thing. No, very it might true. be. Yeah, you know, if you got Europeans, you got Commonwealths. Everybody's everybody's going to get at least one swim, probably two events this year. So you know, Worlds kind of been a late add-on, if you like, to a certain extent. There's always Worlds next year, of course, as Worlds twelve months later. So I, I think it's one of those years where you go, okay, well, I missed out on that one, but I've got two other opportunities. So I, I, don't, I don't think people are going to be that. Uh, peeved or upset by not making a world team this year. I think, I think that's probably fair. I am going to pick up uh, Chris Spice on something he said there in the uh, in the announcement where he said it was exciting for the selectors to be able to select so many young up and coming athletes when when you know out of the 23, 20 of them went to to the Olympics <laughs> last yeah. year. I think, Most I think of them and so there's, there's, not, there's three. not that many breakthroughs. Yeah, there's not that many. No, three. I mean, yeah. come on, Chris. Yeah, you know, it's a good team, but let, let's not go overboard. So mm. uh, there we are. Good. Well, we will um, very much look forward to seeing what what that team can do in Budapest. Um, it's been great chewing the fat with you, Bob, uh, you, after this, all this time. So uh, thank you very much. Pleasure. Uh, we'll be back in some way, shape or form, I'm sure, before Worlds to, uh, to look forward to what's going to happen in Budapest. Uh, I've been working on some other stuff, which will appear uh, in between as well. So keep your eyes on, on Twitter and on, on Poolboy for that. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in contact, it's uh, at Poolboy on Twitter or at Poolboy UK on Facebook and Instagram, or you can go to poolboy.co.uk forward slash contact if you want to send me an email. Uh, in the meantime, we hope to have Katie back with us soon. Hope she gets better. Uh, but thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Poolboy Podcast. 
For more episodes, visit www.pullboy.co.uk slash podcast.